0: The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank. Combank's next chapter programme provides services and support to help those impacted by financial abuse. It's part of their commitment to supporting the financial well being of customers and communities. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday, the 20th of November. In your squeeze today, the Brereton war crimes report, details of police failures in the Burke Street tragedy, where Australia is at with job creation, and check your facts. This is your squeeze today. Yesterday, Claire, the findings of the Inspector General's inquiry into Special Forces soldiers' conduct while serving in Afghanistan between 2005 and 2016 was released. The report was four years in the making and in total it identified 36 incidents that could be classified as war crimes. 25 Australian soldiers,
1: some of whom are still serving, are said to be involved. It was quite a shock. We had been told to brace for a shock, and it's been recommended that 19 elite soldiers be investigated by police for the murders of up to 39 Afghan prisoners and civilians. Uh, There's also allegations of cruel treatment of two other Afghans.
0: Those soldiers are from the Special Air Services, the SAS and Second Commando regiments. They're accused of either committing those offences or being accessories to them. This has led to many questions about the culture of our Defence Force.
1: Culture really is at the heart of it. General Angus Campbell said yesterday he pointed to a culture, particularly in the SAS, of a self-centred warrior culture. He said that that led to a misplaced focus on prestige, status and power and a turning away from the regiment's heritage of military excellence fused with the quiet humility of service. Uh, That's where everything started, he says. General Campbell is the Chief of Defence. He was the
0: one who addressed the media yesterday. From here, an office of the Special Investigator will be set up within the Department of Home Affairs that will deal with any criminal prosecutions. Chief of Defence Angus Campbell, when he spoke yesterday, apologised to Australia for any wrongdoing by members of the ADF. He also apologised to the people of Afghanistan, Claire.
1: Yes, he said they were owed an apology, but there's some way to go to ensure that they receive justice. Afghan human rights organisations say that they really need to be involved in the process to make sure that justice is served. As
0: promised, we've done a squeeze shortcut on this. It covers how we got to this point, a little bit more detail on what was uncovered, and then, of course, what happens next. A link to that is in your episode notes, along with the details for Defence All Hours support line or open arms if you need help. It was back in january twenty seventeen when James Gargazulus drove his car through Burke Street in Melbourne, killing six people and causing injuries to forty six others. Now a coroner's report into
1: the incident Claire has taken aim at the police. It was quite a big inquiry and State Coroner Jackie Hawkins released her findings. She really took aim at Victorian police. She said that there was a perfect storm of poor planning, weak leadership and inadequate resources that saw that tragedy unfold. She said that she didn't know whether it could be prevented, but certainly attempts to stop him came to nothing. The families of the victims have urged police and the government to
0: adopt the coroner's nine recommendations. For change, they say it would provide some comfort that our loved ones were not sacrificed in vain. An update now on how we're going with jobs creation and with Melbourne getting back into the swing of things, Claire. 170,000 odd jobs were created in October in
1: both full and part time roles. Yeah, it's a really interesting result, this one, and a good example of where things are bumpy and patchy and really hard to predict. That job creation in October has seen that jobs creation is possible, but in the month our unemployment number went up to 7%. We've still got a long way, of course, to get unemployment down and all of those economic levers are being pulled to help that happen.
0: Yeah, getting across the jobs numbers, as you say, can be a bit of a ride. The general gist, though, is that it's not as bad as economists have predicted earlier in the year. In South Australia, those harsh lockdowns are now in place, but some hopeful news yesterday, Claire, no new cases
1: were recorded. No, and it means that there's still 23 active cases linked to that parafield cluster. There's 3,200 people in quarantine in South Australia at the moment. Uh, What health authorities are saying, they're keeping a very close eye on it because they do expect that number to go up in the coming days. Authorities, though, thanked the record 20,000 people who got tested in the last 48
0: hours. There's still, as you say, concerns about what might unfold in the coming days. Victoria, obviously concerned, it closed its border to South Australia for 48 hours ahead of introducing a permit system. That's the first time Victoria's closed its borders since the start of the pandemic. With the crown on screens at the moment, lots of interest in the royal family, Claire. And on that, Prince William yesterday welcomed news. There'd be a review into how the BBC's interview with Diana back in 1995 where she revealed there were three of
1: us in this marriage came to be. BBC has appointed Lord Dyson to oversee that independent investigation. There's a lot of interest in how a then-unknown journalist, Martin Bashir, scored that scoop of the century. Uh, The accusation is that he misled Diana and her brother to gain their trust to get her to do that interview.
0: Speaking of the
1: Royals, speaking of the Crown, we're including a link to a fact check article
0: about the Crown in your episode notes. It's also in the Squeeze Today email. It's an important one to have a read of if you're watching it, as it's easy to think it's all 100% what happened. Bit of dramatisation in there by the looks of things. By the looks of things. And whilst we're on the royals, congrats to Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. They celebrate their 73rd wedding anniversary today, Claire. Yeah. 73
1: years. You get less for murder.
0: Finally, the winner of the Booker Prize will be announced this morning, Claire. Unfortunately, not in time to make it into the podcast, but one to watch out for today. It's, of course, a very prestigious
1: literary award. Yeah, in a very different field this year, there's a lot of first time authors and a very diverse group of of people. So lots of interest in that one
0: six authors are up for the award. The full list of nominees is in the Squiz Today email. Stealing the headlines, though, is Barack Obama. He'll appear at the awards this year. And in fact, his latest book titled A Promised Land hit shelves this week. And to a bit of sport, the Wallabies will play the Pumas. That's the Argentinian national team tomorrow night in Newcastle. It's much anticipated, Claire, given
1: Argentina beat the All Blacks last week. A huge shock. I reckon they've done themselves out of all that excitement. The Wallabies are going to win that one for sure. (laughs) <laughs> there we go. You heard it here first, sending good vibes from The Squeeze.
0: That's all from us today. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks as always for tuning into The Squeeze Today podcast. A link to our latest episode of Squeeze Shortcuts that's on the inquiry into alleged war crimes in Afghanistan is in your episode notes. We'll be back on Monday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.